Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. I want to begin today and talk to you about this subject that we're seeing all in the news, and it's, it's, it's in our society. It is engraved into our society now. If you live in Western society, in Europe, in the United States, in Canada, and other parts of the world, this is no longer a trend. It's become an accepted portion of our society, and it's sad. It's this transgenderism. So I want to pose a question to you and look to the scriptures for an answer to this. Is transgenderism, is it simply this dysphoria, this problem that people are struggling with? Am I a person that just happened to be born in the wrong body and, and I need to be true to myself? It could either be three things. Either there's a true physical issue here that people are struggling with, or it's a mental condition, a mental illness, or it's a spiritual problem. It's either one of those three issues. Now, if it's a physical problem, then why is it that all of a sudden we're seeing such a surge in this issue? I mean, we didn't seem to have this problem as a national crisis like we're dealing with today. Back in the 1600s, 1500s, 1400s, and so on there. Now, it does not mean that there weren't some of those out there that might have suggested they struggled with it, but it was, if it was out there, it was almost non-existent. But today, you cannot live in Western society and not have that in front of your face in some way on the TV or even just out in the streets in public. Or is it, is it, are we facing a huge mental illness epidemic? I mean, it, did, did something happen? Was it the water, the Kool-Aid, something that people were drinking and ingesting that was creating some form of dysphoria that created a mental illness that we have so many people out there now in such a crisis that they don't know what sex they are? Or could it be that there's a spiritual issue or let me give you let me give the word for it an outward rebellion against God against God's order and God's design i suggest to you that the issue is the latter of the three i was just reading here recently and came across this this comes from the cdc that did this study and apparently in the last seven years from the age group of 18 years to 26 years of age there has been a 400 percent increase of transgenderism within that age group within seven years a 400 percent increase it's like a new crazed wave of fashion that came into this world or music that came onto the scene. And all the young people have jumped on the bandwagon and said, man, let's, let's run after this. This is great stuff. Something has created this environment. And this environment is not a mental illness. Please, please, let's, let's be true. 
let's be honest about it. It's not like all these people are suffering a mental illness that, that just kind of appeared 7, 10 years ago or 20 years ago. No, there's been something that has been building and growing in our nation. And what's been growing and building in our nation has been an attitude of rebellion against him. Now, a lot of these things we could trace and we could go back to and say, well, when did these things begin? Well, there's always been an outward rebellion against God for many, many years. But it has really taken off. And I think America is almost in a free fall situation. I witnessed this in Europe. Growing up as a missionary kid in Europe, we began to see the decline of Christianity in that country, and it was moving from the 60s and 70s and onward there into a post-Christian era. When I left England back in 2008, back then, my guess, I had no data to back this up, but just simply from my interaction with people on the street and trying to engage them with the gospel and speak to them about the Lord, about 7 out of 10 people that I would come across, about 70% of them were either stated as atheist or agnostic. Most of them just claimed atheism. But when you, you talk to them further, they weren't true atheists. They were more agnostics. I don't even know if God exists. And we've been developing that here in America. And what began that was the doctrines of Darwinism, of his evolution, to give a plausible explanation that we got here without God. And therefore, if we are here without God, and God does not exist, I am not subject to his law, his matter, his, uh, his rule. I do not have to subject myself to his ways. I can live it by my own um, uh, wisdom, be it, be it may whatever falls me for it. But this outward re rejection of Jesus, the rejection of God, rejection of the Ten Commandments and his order and his way, has led to a bolder statement. And not, not only do I reject that God exists, I thumb my nose at him. I shake my fist at him. I hate him. Now, how can you hate someone that does not exist? Isn't, isn't it interesting that the atheists out there have a great deal of hatred towards God, someone they do not you know, believe exists. How can you hate someone that doesn't exist? The uh, tooth fairy doesn't exist. I've never heard anyone, you know, how, how much they hate the tooth fairy or some other mythical uh, creature out there and their hatred towards those things there. They don't hate those things, but they hate God. Why? Because in their heart they know there is a God. In his laws written in their heart, in their conscience, and they hate that. The conscience bears witness, and even creation bears witness of God, even though they try to say just the opposite. But this outward rebellion is growing, and in this statement of transgenderism is a step further in this shaking your fist at God to say, I reject God's authority in my life. I came into this world born a male, but I reject God's order and his design for my life to be a male, to be a man, 
and therefore to show God that I do not submit myself to him and to his ways, I thumb my nose at God, and I am choosing to be a woman, or an, what do they call them, non-binary, or whatever their imagination will dream up. And, and, and that's exactly where we're at. Let me read to you in Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Romans chapter 1, verse 21 says this, because that when they knew God, there's a knowledge of God. When there was a knowledge of God, and God had it in their conscience and in their heart, but, they, but when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. In other words, they said, I'm, I'm going to be willingly ignorant. That's exactly what Second Peter chapter 3, verse 5 speaks of, to be willingly ignorant. I'm choosing to ignore the facts that God exists and that I'm subject to him, so that when I knew God, I glorified, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, now get this, but became vain in their imaginations. When God's order is rejected from a person's life and the submission to his authority in the world and upon them, this tra- transgenderism is not a mental illness. It's not simply saying, hey, I'm confused here. I'm really struggling. I really think I should be a, a woman. It's not a mental illness. It's not all of a sudden that all these people here in the last seven years fell under, drank something and gave them a mental illness. No, they've been drinking a Kool-Aid of doctrine that I could live without God's authority. God chose for you to be a man. You can tell him he has no right to tell you what you are. You can choose to be a woman or a non-binary or whatever you want to be and make that statement that you are no longer subject to God's order and design. That, I believe, is the motive behind much of this transgenderism that is out there. Let me continue with that verse. That verse goes on, and their foolish heart was darkened. That's what's happening is that our heart, you know, we're getting deeper and deeper into wickedness and vileness and a lot of the activity, the sexual activity that these people are engaging in within the LGBTQRSNVP, whatever it is, all that is not only just a violation of God's order and God's design, It is a rebellion against his authority, and their foolish heart was darkened. Then it goes on, if you continue reading in Romans, how they continue to degrade themselves, and God keeps giving them up, leaving them to the things that are, you know, to the sexual sin and the diseases that are going to happen because of all that. And then finally, God gives them up to a reprobate mind, a mind that can not reason or fathom or function and that's why we live in a day where people cannot see truth and false and know the difference because their foolish heart has been darkened when that rebellion is within children god had a way of dealing with it in deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 18 if a man have a stubborn and the rebellious son that will not obey the voice of his father or mother, and that when they have chastened him, will not hearken unto them. The verse is in, they grab their son, take him to the elders uh, of the city, to the gates there, and say, this is our son. He's stubborn and rebellious. He will not listen to our commands and stuff there. He will not obey our voice there. And verse 21, and all the men of the city shall stone him with stones. When you have a society 
especially when you're youth, and this is tolerated, it is a poison that destroys that society. They said, you'll put away the evil from your country, and all Israel shall hear and fear. When they see this behavior is not being tolerated, it brings death to a person there. It will get others to straighten up. Now, I'm not suggesting that's where we are going, but I'm here to tell you that's how God dealt with it for Israel. Well, we've got to stop there. Let's continue to pray for our nation. Boy, we need God. We need a revival. Boy, is that evident. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you. We want to thank you for tuning in to our radio program today. We believe that our programming brings strength and courage to the saints across North America. I'd like to talk to you about the impact of a $10 monthly donation. Did you know that just $10 a month can help us reach even more people with our message of strength and courage? Your donation allows us to continue producing high-quality programming, reaching out to new audiences, and sharing truth of God's Word with those who need it most. But it's not just about the numbers. Your donation also helps us to bring comfort to those who are going through difficult times, to inspire those who are struggling with their faith, and to connect people with a community of believers who can offer support and encouragement. Giving $10 each month is what we call the Army of Ten. An army donating just $10 a month. It is easy to set up a recurring donation from your bank card. You can set up a recurring gift yourself safely and securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, and click the Donate button. Or you could simply give us a call to set it up for you. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that number is 800-616-0082. Please call now to become a member of the Army of Ten. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Thank you.